Episode 10. Big 10. We're here. So, with this next 10 episodes of Real Talk, I want to go in a different lane. All right. I want to go big film talk, movies, mm-hmm. the vibes, classics. Nostalgia. Yes. Oh. Franchise, blockbusters. Okay. You know, so today's topic, we're going to go with top 10 movies. That, let's get into it. Now, this is top 10 of just, you know, your five, my five, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say this is like... And all be all. Yeah, because yeah, like... It's impossible. It's impossible, yeah. It's super impossible to like cram all these beautiful movies into a top. So, where are you going? If I'm going to start off with mine, first things up, Pulp Fiction. Okay. Quinn Tarantino. Yeah. Samuel Jackson, John Travolta, Uma Thurman. Yeah. Nostalgia. Yeah. Cult, you know, cult classic. Classic, for real. Um, if you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, definitely gotta check out Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Great character building, great storytelling. Long movie, has a lot of twists and turns, a lot of side stories that come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Shit that you don't even see coming. It's, it's just one of those crazy ass movies that you just gotta, you know, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, that was a big one, especially for Samuel Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. he really got to like, be motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What? Loud. All the movies he did before, it led up to this character here. I truly believe if it came down to it now, coming out, he would win like Best Supporting Actor. Oh, for sure. You know, that it was one of his greatest roles yes. ever. Yes. Iconic roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, this is tough, guys. This is not my, this is not in any type of order, but I'm a sci-fi guy, so I'm gonna go with Fifth Element. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's uh, one of my favorite director, Luke Benson. Mm -hmm. You know, French director, Mm -hmm. you know, directed uh, The Professional, Mm -hmm. Lucy, Mm -hmm. Sky Duke, he does it. When he does it, he does it, he does it big. Yes, he does. That movie had so many elements from character development to futuristic, how we can see the future, past, um, action, comedy. Mm -hmm. It just had it all, you know, starring Bruce Willis. Um, I don't want to mess her name up, so I wrote it down. Malika Jovovich. You tried. I tried. Yeah, you did yeah, try. Yeah, I tried. It's all good. I, I, you know, I'm a big fan, though. <laughs> the red hair, the orange hair, nah, big fan. Movie. Iconic look, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? A look that, as soon as you see that look, you just know what movie it was or that mm-hmm. character, yeah. you know? Um, and I can't forget, I cannot forget one of the persons that was just this crazy character, that was Chris Tucker. Yes. Chris Tucker was funny as shit. Yes, he was, he was. His, his character was loud. He was just like, what did he say? He said, my man, my man. And then on top of that, uh, the, the singing blue alien. That, and, you know, that shit was crazy. Like, spoiler alert. Yo, it was crazy when he had to stick his hand in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pull that shit out. Yeah. He got the blue blood all over him, you know. Crazy movie, crazy movie. 
something you guys see. Like yeah, definitely check out yeah. uh, Fifth Element. It's, it movies just ahead of its time. Yeah, it is. Um, filled with great elements from from everything that you mentioned, action, comedy. For sure. Um, great storytelling. Just it was a great movie. Yeah, it and really was. If I ever get the opportunity to shoot a blockbuster movie and do a continuous story, it's definitely Fifth Element. Absolutely. I'm choosing first. So my next up. Okay. Rule number one, never talk about Fight Club. Ooh, ooh yeah. Fight Club, Fight Club. Fight ooh. Club, directed by David Fincher, starring Brad Pitt and Edward Norton. Yeah. This was one of those, those mind benders, because the way the character development was, was like, like when I first watched it, I totally missed it. Oh. I didn't even like realize like all the Easter eggs and the gems, like all that, all that. And it was shot in Delaware. Yeah, that, yeah, shot in Delaware. Where, where, sure. where we're from. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it just the character development in that was amazing. Uh, Storytelling, the, the grit, the cinematography mm-hmm. was really good. Um, and, and the plot was just it was crazy. Yeah, it's like you didn't realize. Spoiler alert without giving away like all the little glitches and the mm-hmm. things on the screen, you yeah. know? Ain't gonna talk too much. We want you to watch the movie, watch these movies. We don't wanna give away everything. For sure. Definitely a banger. What's your next up? Um, we gonna, we gonna switch it up a little bit, but this is for my people who like to think a little bit, you know, but still want a little bit of that action, some drama and that thriller to keep you on the edge of your seat. The Prestige. Oh, yes. The Prestige. That's, just, that's, just saying the name, The Prestige. Yeah. It sounds prestige. That, that, that shit is just crazy. Yeah. Nolan, boy. That man goes hard. Nolan. He go hard in the paint. Shout out to Nolan. One of the greats. I mean, when it comes to, like, his cinematography, camera choice, the color grades, the acting. It's a time period, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Takes you back, you know, to a place where, you know, our generation, we, we, we weren't born in that time period. Mm-hmm. So it takes you back to a, a, a world of just wonder and growth. Um, starring Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Bell. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christian Bell, sorry, mm-hmm. I said Christopher. I meant Christian Bell. Um, we just, I'm butchering all types of names up, you know, guys, you know. That's why I got the card, but we gonna keep it moving. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, them guys, they were magic. No pun intended. You gotta watch the movie. But the whole thing is just... If you wanna learn how to switch a plot up yeah. and like hide a bunch of shit, yeah. that, that's the movie you gotta like study. Yeah, it is a study. I watched it. it six times and still and like still seeing things I didn't catch. Oh yeah, before. it's a movie you have to watch minimum five times. It's a, it's a movie that they use in film school for students to study, mm-hmm. to understand uh, plot development, character building, um, cinematography. Um, and yeah, it's just something that you just gotta watch. If, you, if you're in the films and you talk about I'm a filmmaker and you ain't seen the prestige, mm-hmm. You can't sit in the room with me. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, like, that's just one of the movies. I mean, I feel like every movie that we're dropping right now, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen these movies, I don't feel like you really bout about it when it comes to filmmaking. 
I might have to second that. I, I will agree with that statement. Like yeah. these movies that are on these lists, like are absolutely must watch. Yeah. If you really pick up the camera. Yeah. Got to. Where you next up though? Where, where I'm at with it? Real talk. Talk to me. Talk to me. You ready for this one? I got the popcorn. Let's go. Goodfellas. Oh shit! Now, Goodfellas, Goodfellas, Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese directed it. Ooh. You know, big Robert De Niro. Ooh. Ray Liotta, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, that's him. And uh, Joe Pesci, Gangster of a Mall. Oh yeah, I mean the cast, baby. Look, just look at the cast. Say the cast one more time. Just say it for the people. Robert De Niro. Uh huh. Ray Liotta. Ooh. And Joe Pesci. Oh man, come on, man. If you, like, if you have not watched Goodfellas and you like gangster movies or you 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 like that gangster vibe and you haven't seen this yet. You're lacking. Yeah. You gotta go see Goodfellas. You might even want to put a suit on watching that movie. Facts. It's, you know what I mean? Like, for takes real. takes you back in that time period and really shows you the gangster life. Like, Scorsese goes hard in the paint when he goes to telling mob stories. Oh, yeah. He's the greatest when it comes to that. Like, no one's topping Scorsese when it comes to the mafia films. Like, he... he he might make you want to be a, a monster for a for Yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. That's what I said. You might need to want to put on a, a suit and feel like you you ready to go out there and shank some people down. Yeah, yeah, for a fact. What's your, what's your next up? Oh, man, man, man. Um, actually, I'm glad you said Scorsese because the next director and movie I'm about to touch on, he, he's, uh, he learned a lot from Scorsese. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he always credits him as his favorite director. And that's Spike Lee. Okay. Spike always said he wanted to be like the black Scorsese. Mm-hmm. And the way Scorsese told stories about the Italian's mm-hmm. world, he wanted to do it for the African-American black culture, you know? So my movie is Do the Right Thing with Spike. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. big movie. Big first time we seeing conflict within the culture, mm-hmm. race, racial tension between blacks, whites, Italians, the New York grit, you know, you, you know, Sal, what up Sal? You know what I mean? The lines, the punches, we got Rosie Perez in it, we got Samuel Jackson in it, mm-hmm. you know, we got even um Danny Alio, if I mess, like I said, I'm gonna be butchering names up all day today. So look, y'all gotta stay with me on this one. Look, don't be too hard on your boy. Players mess up too. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I got a card, but listen, it's some of these names. They hard. They hard, man. I'm just working. I'm working with the cards, man. Ryan, help me out here, man. You know, I'm working with the cards, man. Listen, but <laughs> do the right thing, right? We gonna do the right thing right now and talk about it. It's just one of them movies that was just ahead of its time, but it still goes into what's going on in the culture today. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of racial tension, things that we don't want to speak about. Mm-hmm. But sometimes what I love what Spike was able to do is to, some things we just have to put in the film for people to understand. Absolutely. You know, we can go out here and protest and do all these other things that we're doing but sometimes that don't reach. Mm-hmm. But movies have a way to like... You have to make a story with these real world problems. Yeah, yeah, you know, it gets in there, it gets in here, and it touch people, it open people's minds up between us, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen Do The Right Thing, make sure you go watch Do The Right Thing, cause it's about doing the right thing. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I gotta check it out. 
Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you gotta watch it, man. There's, there's a lot of Spike films I haven't seen yet. Oh, you gotta watch them, man. Spike, Spike, do he, man, yeah. Shout out to Spike. So my next up, this movie I feel like was really ahead of its time. True staple in cinema, um, The Matrix. Oh yeah. By the Wachowskis, uh, starring Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne. Um, I just, I feel like, for me, what I loved about this movie, sound design, mm -hmm. cinematography, mm -hmm. and art direction. I mean, the whole, the whole fucking thing. Yeah. You know, just top to bottom. Yeah. Matrix, you can't, Matrix is one of those things like, you can tell when someone is trying to replicate it. Yeah, for sure, 100%. It's of its kind, you can't. It's its own, it's in its own class. Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to sci-fi, uh, the, the technology that they were doing and bringing, the camera movements, the, the green screen abilities, the VFX. It, it just had levels on levels on levels. I mean, the color grade, like the green, black, yeah. the brown, white. Yeah. It, it just was like, nope, this is ours. This is, this is our look. Yeah, just down to the damn intro, the 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 the, the digital doo -doo 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 and the sound effects the, that the went sound. along with it was just crazy. Like, and not the even like even a step further. Like, it made us look like, damn, are we in the Matrix? Yeah, is this people, the Matrix? People thinking, I'm in the Matrix. Can I be Neo? Mm -hmm. Are you Neo? Am I Neo? Are we all Neos. You know what I mean? Like, Can we break the Matrix? Yeah. You know, it, it was one of those movies where you just start thinking about deja vu. I seen that cat over there. You know, it's just mm -hmm. like, how'd you thinking? Lil D. For sure did. Definitely did. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's gonna swing me around with another sci-fi because it seems like we didn't sci-fi it out a lot today. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with my big dog and that's George Lucas with A New Hope Star Wars. Okay. Can't. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, we already know. We talking Star Wars action, you know. Biggest franchise there is. The, the start of it all when it comes to blockbusters, you know what I mean? Like, when the man made it, he didn't even know he was making a blockbuster. He was just trying to make a, a, a movie for about space cowboys mm -hmm. in this kind of weird way. And, and it turned into this, like, I don't know. It, it, Cult following. Uh, it was a phenomenon. Yeah, it, it was just. I, what can we say? You know what I mean? Like, it started it all. It, it, it really made Hollywood say, oh, we can make movies like this and at this level, and people are gonna come out again and again and again and again and again. And not only are they not just gonna watch the movies, they're gonna buy the merch, mm -hmm. they're gonna buy the toys. They're gonna buy the comics. They're gonna so much they, story. We're gonna build a theme park. You know what I mean? Like, the man did everything. And then on top of that animation, he allowed the door opening for Pixar. And this dude had a campus. Mm -hmm. He was the first to come through and say, you know what? I'm gonna build a, a campus, a college campus filled of just all creativity off of this one film. This one film was able to generate all that. So I'm gonna tell you anybody, listen. There's just if, so many characters. If you got hope and belief, he had a great title to his first one, A New Hope. 
So believe in that new hope, you know what I mean? Because if you believe in your abilities and your creativity and you believe in your films, reach for high levels, man, because there's no point of dreaming about doing this and just to make one and done. Dream big like Lucas, you know? Damn. Oh, Star Wars, man. Yeah, dream big, man. So, my my last and final one, um, it's more on the darker side. Okay. Is the it's the Sixth Sense. Oh yeah. Starring yeah. starring Bruce Willis. Um, the way this movie was shot and the way the the kid acted in it, I forget the kid's name. Um, it was one of those almost like a, a Fight Club type type vibe where. You can't give spoiler alert. Damn, I can't. No, you can't. That would give it all away, wouldn't it? Yup, spoiler alert all the way, boy. It's a good thing I didn't say it. Good thing I, you stopped. I had to. <laughs> watch it. Yeah, just watch that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's not super scary for those who aren't in the scary movies. It's, it's more of a thriller than anything. Yeah. But it's a, it's a great story. Oh, yeah. Great story, great acting. It's a must-see. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 like, it's a... It's a it's a nine out of a 10, and it might be a 9.5. For sure. M. Night Shyamalan, right? M. Night Shyamalan is the one that directed it, yes. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Funny how I watched this movie, I was on the way to Texas to see my dad, and I missed my flight because they changed the terminal. So I was stuck in the fucking airport for five hours. Mm-hmm. So I had my laptop, and I was like, I'm just watching some movies until my next flight came. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I've never seen The Sixth Sense, and I watched it. I was like, wow. Yeah, it, it's definitely. If we even talk about it, it's a spoiler. Yeah, I, I, it tells sorry, you everything. Sorry to leave out details, but yeah. you just gotta watch. It's it. just a must see, guys. You just gotta watch it. It's just something there. Um, I'm gonna stick with you on the dark end a little bit, but I'm also gonna like piggyback off of this this hope thing, right? And creative hope, and knowing how far you can reach. So my next movie is going to be from a music video director who turned a director and had one of the most incredible films of all time that has become such a classic. You know it as soon as you see it, the colors. And that movie is Belly. Yes, yeah. Hype Williams. Since I heard all the details you're saying. Hype fucking Williams, you know what I mean? Like his name is what it is, Hype fucking Williams. You know what I mean? Like. Hype deserves all the flowers for that. And like the fact that he made that movie and then was like, peace. You know what I mean? Like he's like, I don't even need to do nothing else because this shit is so good. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom, the colors, everything. Everything when we look at music videos now, we look at anything we look at visually in the urban culture, it all comes from hype. You know, it was the hype effect, not al- along with him working with Director X and, and, a, and a bunch of other great directors and DPs, but it's something about Belly. Without giving you the story, if you've never seen Belly, you know what I mean? It's starring DMX, mm-hmm. Nas, um, you know, it, it, just them two alone, just bringing like a chemistry like DMX, man, let's, you know, he was a great actor. Great actor, bro. Great DMX, voice. man. He, I, I, I wish he would have started in a lot more movies yeah. and really took his 
transition like Will Smith. I feel like certain actor, certain rappers have that ability. For sure, he was definitely one of them. He was. He was. He, I mean, he, he had star he, power. He had superstar power. As soon as he come on the screen, mm-hmm. like it was just like, oh, this guy got it. You know, Nas, Nas too. Nas gave a really good performance. He really made you feel like. I don't want to give away the story if you've never seen it, but it's something you must watch. But to get back on hype, like, it, this is a clear, um, I, I would say, a clear path to success if you, can, if you realize that you can go from being a music video director, shooting videos at 150 bucks, to becoming, you know, a household, big time, you know, theater director, you know what I mean? Like on the, on the silver screen type shit, you know? Hype did that. Mm-hmm. Hype was, he, he, he laid that mark out there to be like, oh snap, you can do this. Mm-hmm. It, this is, this is, we can make this happen. And not to say he, he wasn't the first, but it was the way he did it, mm-hmm. you know? Cause we got the Hughes brothers, we got, you know, there's a bunch of guys who have done it from the urban world, mm-hmm. but belly is just something when you, see the colors, you see the, the cinematography, cinematography, the, cinematography yeah. the storyline. Like that house, the crib that they was in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, what I would say, it's, it's almost like he learned from Scorsese, mm-hmm. the good, you know, Godfe- Godfellas, I mean, not Godfellas, <laughs> Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. I'm butchering shit all up today, guys. Be, <laughs> be nice, be nice in the comments, please be nice. But you know, it, he learned a lot from them and he took all them, all these like Italian mobster movies and they just gumboed it up into an urban mm-hmm. Italian movie. But it's something you must watch. Hey, producer Ryan, you got, you got any ones you want us to say? I got two. You got two? So I got to pull in Stanley Kubrick. Okay. 2001 A Space Odyssey. That was like one of those first sci-fi movies mm-hmm. where we were in space, we were doing some stuff before, you know, Lucas really changed the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Back to the Future. Oh, you yeah. Know, you can't go wrong with Back to the Future. No, you can't. It's just a perfectly executed movie. Yeah, yeah, it, top to bottom. First one was was something about the first, first ones. Yeah. You know? The story, the way it was shot, the cast, everything just made that yeah. such a great mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Maybe we uh, next episode we talk about franchises about the first episode, you know, the first one, because sometimes, because sometimes you know you get the movies where it's really good one, then they do a remake and it just don't have the punch the first one has. I feel like that's how it always is for me. Like even lately with with modern shows, I just feel like the original first series or first season just tops all the rest that come after it. Yeah, I think they got better with it. With TV, movies a little bit funky. TV has figured it out because they learned how to shoot it all in one time period mm-hmm. where it all still has that same feel, mm-hmm. you know? But we'll get into TV pretty soon because I want to get into that euphoria stuff. Yeah, I mean, my TV, there's a lot of TV shows that are doing really good. A lot of, you know, TV's on another level right now. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. going crazy. Yeah, for sure. But. Hey, episode 10. Hey, 
Make sure you subscribe, comment below. Don't butcher me too bad on all these names, guys. Please don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying. Your boy's out here trying, you know? But, hey, like I said, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Follow us. Make sure you go to all your favorite podcast platforms. You know, listen. Can't watch. Got anything to drop? Hey. Give your man Jeff Phoenix a follow. Give your man Oz Prime a follow. Give my man producer Ryan a follow. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, and make sure you follow Real Talk DP. That's Real Talk. Real Talk. 30. 30.